Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Full disclosure. You might hear the crowing of roosters in the background. And that is because I'm coming to you from the tiny Caribbean island of Tortola, overlooking the beautiful harbor of this amazing place. Now, let's get down to our conversation. Your father is... I once heard a story of a kid who never knew his father. Well, he wasn't a kid. By now, he was a grown man. I mean, there was no father in his life for many, many years. But all of that changed one day when someone introduced him to his father. In fact, the way the story goes, this man was a splitting image of the other man who he was meeting for the first time. Imagine growing up without a father and one day when you least expect it, you are introduced to your father. Things were never the same for them both. They went on to have the most amazing father-son relationship. I don't even know why I shared all of that, but let us get into our conversation today. I was thumbing through the Gospel of John and it struck me that Jesus frequently called God or talked about God in an endearing way. He often called him my father. One could take it for granted and not notice, especially because it was so frequent, but this time it struck me as something significant. Jesus had no doubt as to his relationship with God the Father, with God his Father. In fact, let us find the first instance that Jesus referenced his connection to God. In Luke chapter 2, we meet the 12-year-old Jesus. It was on the occasion when Mary and, his, and Joseph, on their return journey from Jerusalem, noticed that Jesus was not among the company. So they went back to Jerusalem, and for three days they searched for him and eventually found him in the temple, having deep conversation with the religious leaders. Mary, his mother, said, Son, your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. His response was classic. Don't you know that I must be about my father's business? At this point, I must confess that the relationship with Jesus and his father was strong, and I mean strong. Twice during Jesus's ministry, we heard the voice of God first at his baptism when a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Matthew 3 and verse 17. The second instance was on the mount where Jesus was transfigured. Present at the time were Peter, James, and John, and there appeared to them Elijah and Moses. It was then that something really cool happened. A bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. Matthew 17 and verse 5. Oh boy. I cannot even imagine being present and something so surreal, so dramatic, so cool happened. That must have been awesome. But what is interesting is that Jesus would very often make reference to his father when he was drawn into debates with the religious leaders. Those guys were, man, they were tough. They doubted that Jesus was the son of God. 
It was on those occasions that Jesus would speak openly and without fear of contradiction of his relationship with God. God was his father and he was the son of God. The problem was that these guys were pig-headed. Jesus' story did not fit their narrative. They had a fixed knowledge of God and Jesus did not fit that narrative. In fact, on one occasion when Jesus was confronted by these guys, he had to clarify something for them. And the father who sent me has himself testified concerning me. You have never heard his voice nor seen his form, nor does his word dwell in you. For you do not believe the one who sent me. John 5, 37-38 It was like they couldn't get past the truth. Jesus was the son of God. And that the God they've served for centuries was Jesus' father. Let us shift gear and go over to John 17, where we find Jesus praying. In his prayer, Jesus openly spoke about the disciples as the ones who his father had given to him. Now, I would have normally raced past that point, but it is worth exploring. Jesus said that the father gave him the ones who were his followers and later made the point in his prayer that not only was he praying for the twelve, well, actually, Judas had left to do his evil deed. But he was praying for those who will believe in me through their message. John 17 and verse 20. I don't know about you, but I am included in that number. Come with me back to the first chapter of John and in verses 12 and 13 we read. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed on his name, he gave them the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. I, don't, I know you don't get it yet. So let me jump over to Romans 5. I'm not closing out our talk today until you get the point. Here is Paul's writing. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Let that soak in for a minute. The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heir, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his suffering, in order that we may also share in his glory. Romans 8 verses 14 through 17. Now you have permission to jump for joy. God the, the creator, God who lives in heaven, God who sent Jesus to this world to save you and me from sin. That same God is your father. I know that you are equally as excited as I am. Man, this changes the whole picture. To know that you are a child of God, to know that you can truthfully say, Our Father who is in heaven. Allow me, therefore, to close with a crazy revelation. 
the only persons who really should say the Lord's Prayer are Christians. Who else has the right to call God Father except someone who is his child, except someone who has been born again? If you are not a child of God, please correct that narrative today. Give your life to Jesus and receive his gift of eternal life and become a son of God and be able to call God your father.